Welcome to Malifaux Port Authority, Episode 6. Editor Doug here with a quick mention that this was recorded in early July, so any reference to time or events is going to make no sense if you think we recorded this a couple weeks ago. So just letting you know. I'm going to sit here and play with this Pokemon card. (laughs) It's the gay one. You're going to have to be more specific. The new gay one. (laughs) I didn't know there were gay Pokemon, but then again, I don't really play it. You look up five seconds of the clock of all animations, <laughs> and... <laughs> he is an extremely gay boy, but... <laughs> I guess we're just waiting on me, then. All right. Uh, welcome back to the Malifaux Port Authority. I'm your host, Victoria. Uh, going to my right, what I can see on my screen, uh, we have with us today Doug... Hi, I'm the tech guy. Jeff. Hello and welcome. Kim, who is not affiliated with Weird in any way. You're muted. You're muted. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much of a goblin I am. I'm (laughs) muted. My opinions do not express anything uh, that is regarded nearly anything official from Weird. (laughs) Miniatures LLC. Uh, so yeah, if you don't like my opinions on it, they're my opinions. Don't yell at my boss. They're not canon. It. Except they are canon because everything we say is canon. And then, uh, last but not least, <laughs> we've got Monica. I'm I'm back. You can't get rid of me. Who says we want to get rid of you? That's fair. What did you think? The, what did you think the trail of M and M's was? Oh, shit. <laughs> You didn't hear it, but the door locked. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where I say you're trapped here in here with me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you'll be here forever and Hey, ever this is the wholesome episode. We can't make it too steamy in here. <laughs> oh, you, you oh misinterpreted my. that threat a little bit. <laughs> 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 Anyway, as Kimberly said, we have for you today the uh, only wholesome episode we're ever going to do. That's probably a lie. Don't believe me. You're full of shit. I believe you. At least I believe in you. He legally has to. Uh, You you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. (laughs) Don't don't believe in me. That was for Doug. Ah, yes. The Nancy Brawl part. See, that, that means that people believe in him. Uh, totally, totally different. Uh, Don't believe in Doug. Believe the Doug that believes in you. <laughs> I don't know. That man's got some poor decision-making skills. Um, if you have one agreed. more Doug in the weird community, it becomes a Doug thunder, Thunderdome. <laughs> All Dougs enter, one Doug leaves. I, th- I, th- I think I have decent chance of surviving that. I think you have decent odds. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could snap Texas Doug in half. 
Are they designated? I love Texas dogs. Are they designated? Golden retriever of a man. You throw a ball and he'll be like, awesome. And he's out of the running. Like, are we now? I love, like, I love Bowman so much. And I and he admits it. He's a golden retriever to me. Are we now designating dogs by where they're from? Or is it just that one? They're like, dog. I know in the office we had Texas dog, okay. scoundrel dog, okay. uh, and then... Yeah, Danger Dog is what I call him, <laughs> which is Danger Planet Dog. I see. That's not even. He's also a Doug B. That's oh, part of the reason. <laughs> wow, that's all three of them. What? Wow, that's amazing. Does his last name at least not end with man? Yeah, it's Doug Breacher. <laughs> ah, okay. I probably believe that, but yeah, it's not. It's not a B man. <laughs> <laughs> if Weird had a nickel for every time there was a Doug B. <laughs> Take that, doofenshmirtz. So, that really should have been the cold open, but we'll go from here. I can edit it and make it look yeah, like that's it's cold open. And yet, I did none of that. That's the magic of editing. <laughs> Anything we say can wind up in any order. Oh no. Sometimes you can make a horrible screeching noise and then tell your editor to use that as the sensor sound for a thing you need sensing. <laughs> and then they do it for you. That sounds you should terrible. just go Why listen to the most recent episode of Bonus Experience. Oh, sorry. I talked over you. Say that again. Plug your podcast. <laughs> I talked over Jeff. What was that? That sounds horrible. No, it's fantastic. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. I'll take your word for it. Just please don't scream at me. No, I won't scream at you. Nobody's going to scream at you, Jeff, unless you say something that's wrong. So it's only a matter of time, then. Start the countdown. Anyway, so since this is the wholesome sode, or whatever, uh, we're going to kick off by discussing what is wholesome exactly? What does that mean as to the context of this podcast? Um, so why don't we go ahead and start off with that? Does anybody have strong ideas of what that means? I got a dictionary. Yeah, start start us off with that. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Start us off with a dictionary definition. Mister prepared. No, I mean I actually have a dictionary. I'm gonna go pick the dictionary up and mm. look at it. <laughs> yeah, I still use actual paper dictionaries. It's heavy. Remember to do that? It's gross. <laughs> A World Book Encyclopedia, too. You know, it's only from the 70s, so, you know, it's not like it's outdated or anything. What what year is it from? I think it's 76. Oh, man. My mom gave it to me when she moved. So. <laughs> yeah, 1776 World Book Encyclopedia. It covers everything in the Northern Hemisphere only. Incredible. That is pretty awesome. I can always be relied on to, like jump on the define a term grenade so i'll just go ahead and do that yeah uh, <laughs> jeff is ready he's not. yeah if you if you want to go haul your dictionary while i'm doing this i'll get the be dictionary. my be my guest uh so i think when we the, the at least in the internet parlance is the way i we have been defining some of these things to um wholesome sometimes gets kind of conflated with sexless and uh, I don't know that that's what we're doing here, but I think we're aiming more towards, like, wholesome here, meaning, like, light and heartwarming and charming and, you know, I guess what what the fanfic authors would call fluffy. 
Oh gosh, I haven't used. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a while, but yes. More puddle cabins. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about people being nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice things. Nice things. We're gonna talk about nice things. Yes. And then part two of this particular question is um I guess we're gonna discuss who's the most wholesome in each faction. Um, so for Guild and Arcanists, it's Hoffman. It is. <laughs> I don't think up? there's going to be a fight about that at all. I mean, there's a fight if someone says something different. <laughs> yeah, no are, you gonna, say are you going to fly to where they are and fist fight them? How many I, there will be people at Gen Con who do my work for me. <laughs> Just saying. Monica and Jeff might not be going to Gen Con. It is way too far for me, and I just got a new job, and I still have no money. So no, not for me, not this year. I don't think either of them would disagree about Hoffman being most wholesome, though. Uh, like I desperately want to pitch some sort of contrarian option, but like <laughs> it's so right that no matter who I say, it's just going to sound like yeah. me being a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, well, like I don't know any arcanist. I'm not really that player you know it's not my thing but honestly in the guild uh why is bass not wholesome i never said he wasn't we're just saying that hoffman's got more. tenure Vimo. more so than bass also bass is dual faction we haven't plugged explorers yet that is true we haven't done yeah, talking about plugging kid. anything this is the wholesome episode <laughs> Well, what do you do with a hole? Apologies. That's just how the words work. I mean, speaking of the word, I have a dictionary now if you want Hooray. to. Hooray, yes. Go for uh, it. Page uh, 1503, wholesome. Um, conductive to moral or general well-being, salutary, beneficial, wholesome recreation. Conductive to a body health, healthful, salubrious, wholesome food. It's got a lot more definitions than I assume. Salubrous, of course. Salubrous, How did I forget that one? Salubrous. We all know what that word means. (laughs) Yeah, there's like five definitions here. I don't want to go through all of them. No, don't. That's fine. (laughs) But yes. College dictionary. Probably from 76, too, honestly. My mom just threw books (laughs) out. Salubrious. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a 50-cent word for healthy. Yeah. Pleasant. Not run down. Keep that yeah, one in ho- your back pocket for when you want to I mean, sound smart. <laughs> Hoffman, <laughs> Ho- Hoffman wins with Bass as a second place. I don't. I don't think we. Yeah. And obviously, we're talking about Cornelius, not his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's wrong with her? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he had it coming. <laughs> it's a. It's an atypical kind of wholesome, but it just gives you the warm feelings when you find out someone got stabbed that really deserved it for once. And then got run out of town. So that's that's uh, that's Guild and Arcanists. Um, well, who's second place in Arcanists? Vic's face. Seventy-five way tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like with with how uh, if you're talking, Kimberly, you're muted. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> uh, my personal opinion: second in Arcanists is Tony Ironsides. Are, are and we... the reason why is because she's genuinely trying mm-hmm. to do the good work. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are, are we doing masters only? I presume that we are because otherwise it's a oh, massive it. list of characters. That's <laughs> too many people. Yeah. Too many, too many people. All right. Too many. Well, you can always said like, Hey, by the way, like special mention of this character is not a master, but would definitely be in the running. I'm not going to say anything about Tony. If you like that sort of thing, that's cool. I think with considering how sad, how sad boy he's become, I'm, I th- I'm thinking Sandeep might actually be. Disagree. That's fine. You can be wrong. Just because he's sad doesn't mean he's good. Yeah. What if I sat it here and just Amos very seriously was like Rasputina? <laughs> That is all I would want is an explanation. Like, how did you? It's just me (laughs) fucking with you. But uh, there is a through line in her characterization that she like really likes cute and fluffy things. Like, she has a pet whore cat. Uh, She absolutely let the cute little like baby Wendigo sleep in bed with her. You know that that's you know that that's the case. Not his weird long teen oh. form that he has in third edition. <laughs> the little guy who was like, Mom! Mom, look at me kill this man! <laughs> Mom, watch! Watch! You're Mom, not watching! You're not looking! That's fine. You're doing great. December! 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 <laughs> Go play with Snowstorm for a bit! I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree about Rasputina, just saying. I mean, it was not a serious <laughs> suggestion, so be my guest. Okay, okay, just just making sure. It was it was all jokes. That was that was just, just I don't know where the bit. line is. So I you just know, did the whole thing for the bit. Uh, I will continue <laughs> to do more things for the bit, just so that you're aware. <laughs> and and I'll keep getting things wrong. It's okay. That sums up my entire life with husband one. <laughs> He lived his life constantly doing the bit and me getting it wrong. <laughs> so no one in Rezzers is wholesome. Let's move on to... Uh, excuse you. No, that's not fair. Yeah, that's, not, that's rude Whoa. to Reza. Oh, I was going to say Molly. And Molly. And Molly. Yeah, Molly, definitely. Come on. <laughs> Molly Moon, oh, Reza, personally. I was getting ready to throw these yeah, headphones yeah, you, off you, and come down there. You did this on purpose just to yes. make your wife mad, didn't you? <laughs> Look at, oh, look at that clacking your little raccoon claws together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't associate me with those animals, please. <laughs> Snapping turtle jaws? Please don't. <laughs> Why are we suddenly being mean to Doug? All right, it was uh, a joke. You started it. I did. I did, in fact, start it. I apologize for forgetting I started it, too. So since we're obviously, I guess, doing this in a tier format, um, is Molly or Reva more wholesome? Oh, Molly, for sure. Molly. Yeah. Molly. Okay. <laughs> but that's only because, in my opinion, I think before Malifaux Burns, I would have said it was pretty close because Reva just had, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, she was locked away. She was, you know, still trying. But Burning Man influence is going to take uh, yeah. sap at least 10% wholesome away no matter what yeah that is that is true she's got that burning man juice inside her now ew <laughs> wholesome <laughs> put a quarter in the naughty jar 
okay, whoever's editing the episode, can you put like a change sound whenever someone <laughs> says uh, the, something not we have wholesome? Someone, some, something not wholesome. We have to put a quarter in the naughty jar. <sighs> All right, fine. Uh, get on that. <laughs> if the show had a naughty jar, it'd be full already. No, no just this, this, episode. Episode. this episode. Oh, we emptied yeah. out the naughty jar for this episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a new one specifically for this one. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to be good. Um. Oh gosh, Neverborn is going to be hard. Listen to that resounding silence. Uh, oh, yeah. gotta- I am going. <laughs> oh, is no. Kimberly going to make a case? Oh no! I am going to make a case for the dreamer. Make that case. And here's the reason why. Because if we're mapping the dreamer's journey, he started off as a small child who didn't fully understand the nature of his lucid dreaming and that he was in a real world affected by people. There's been hints given that he has been, that he has seen specialists for his imaginary friends, for his nighttime stuff. Uh, then he loses his dad when London is flooded with monsters. And he goes through his city being in war, his father's death, the fact that things are getting worse and worse in his dreams. Um, and so, yeah, he's acting out because he's like 12. Um, I think he's still wholesome because he's still a kid. He still doesn't fully understand that he, he's a pawn. It's not his fault. I mean, Shopping <laughs> is not wholesome. I think the dreamer is. I mean, I think of all the Neverboard Masters, he's like the most pitiable or sympathetic. Like, mm-hmm. pathetic in the sense that he inspires pity in me. Uh, where I'm like, oh man, that sucks for you, right? Like, you are in fact a kid who's been fucked over by circumstance. Um, And then you get to his puberty model, where he is like, I think I'll do murder on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it is a bit of a disproportionate reaction. Uh, And like, (laughs) like, to, to his credit, as part of the thing that continues to make him pitiable, and pathetic in the sense that it invokes pathos in me is that like there isn't an adult who's like hey are you going through something do you need to do you need to work like jacob lynch like do you need to work this out yeah. <laughs> oh wait he's not he's a never born master no, he's anymore. not never born anymore <laughs> he's the in only divergent- human adult i could think of <laughs> in the divergent paths uh campaign when uh, the dreamer encounters the trickster who later became Serena Bowman, um, one of, and I, I guess, yeah, it's just one line, um, but we, I mean, this whole format is about pulling parts oh, from one line or whatever. Extract all um, the meaning you can out of he it. Says, you know, he's got his, his, his wire wrapped cricket bat, he is bashing pumpkins, and he makes a comment, you know, to her of, uh, it's so much easier once you realize that none of this is real. And, like, just that, like, hit of nihilism of what he's gone through with his dad and everything, I'm just like, this kid just sees this as pure escapism. He eventually, ultimately just thinks it's like a video game, which is very disturbing. But in, as for Neverborn, I think it's as wholesome as we could get without since Colody's gone. 
Because Chloe you mean was the, in my thing. You mean the guy that murdered children? <laughs> because because they laughed at him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you mean that guy? Because they cried. Because they, they, they were scared of him. Oh, that's he even worse. Delighted. That's even worse. Uh, that's not better. I like my monsters, so I'm going to defend my monsters. I, I'm going to say Euripides just because he seems the one most likely to own a pet out of love. <laughs> and then gut it. That, that's true. To tell the future. <laughs> no, that's he what he has the sacrifices for. Which sometimes includes pets. <laughs> no, there are there were pet animals, and then there are sacrifice animals. You're not going to sacrifice. You're not going to eat your cat, right? I right. Mean, time's got I? hard enough. I'm not. Yeah. The tear tinges the meat. You said that, and it just a silence fell over the chat. I didn't. I didn't underhear. <laughs> she said, "Fear tinges their meat," and then everybody yeah, was it, like, "Huh, okay." I was like, "Yes, that's true." I was trying to rebut it, but you know, it's a joke I make about my scaredy cat. I'm, whenever someone's <laughs> like, "I'm gonna eat you," I'm like, "Don't do it." The fear tinges the meat. Yeah, it's a thing. That's why you hunt from stealth, out outcast, because the, the the Neverborn is just a train wreck. I think we can all. Check. I was gonna say Zoraida because he cares about something about what I have no idea. The Kurgan. <laughs> Neither does she. Because <laughs> the fates haven't told her yet. Oh, outcasts. So outcast. uh, outcasts. Outcasts. Who says Levy must drink? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna, gonna say Levy, Jeff. <laughs> I'm gonna put a question mark on that one, Tara. Tara, uh, maybe. I feel like our head cannons have too much polluted what Tara is, and I can't honestly think of what I, her cannon. She's like, so like a lot of our Tara head cannons are literally based on Welcome to Malifo, in which she is just sort of like, well, that's my wife, and she's weird through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> she is and very small. Where like Karina reanimates a whole table full of chicken, and Kara's like, well, that's my that's wife. Wo- that's my wife. That's yeah. the woman I married. Uh, oh, she's chasing someone who she shouldn't chase. I have to go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, always, to you. I always think of her portrayal in the Monsters Ball in the well not the Monsters Ball, the Dead Man's Dead Man's Ball, thank you. You know. And she's very personal and cordial and friendly there. So I always mm-hmm. think of her that way. So yeah, she's very definitely in the top. What about Terry? Oh Terry, yeah. I don't know her oh, very yeah. well. Uh, we got know. people wanting to rebuild. Yeah, she's got a yeah. she's got a pretty like honorable goal. Yes, mm-hmm. visionary look about her. We haven't seen her do anything awful. No, yeah, she's brand new. Yeah. That track record is pristine. Have we seen her do anything <laughs> great? Um, she's new to leading her people, and she's trying her best. She loves her grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she loves she her grandma. horses in America too. So, where was it? Oh, I did not grab it. I'm on board. I was gonna hold up Grandmama. <laughs> I'm on board with Tara. I also think you could argue in a sort of protective, wanting to do the right thing by his people, Von Schill. We had a bit of an audio drop, so let's pick up back where that conversation ended. Just do- a bit about how offended you were at the suggestion that Von Schill might be wholesome. No, I was going to actually be happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like oh. the the guy used to rip off his shirt. He did use like to a rip moment off his of shirt. He did. I, I think he's still trigger does. called it's Sir. Just... Please put it back on. He's <laughs> 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 just a delightful old man. Muscle Grandpa is great. Doing a good fight with this fright core. I like it how we were just like giving bad examples like haha that would be awful if Doug suggested that we never pointed out the one worst example P- Parker? No. Leviticus. Leviticus. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay. Oh. I- Take a drink. <laughs> it's because Jeff started that and, and Monica shut that down immediately and was like no we're not saying him. <laughs> we're not saying the L word. No. <laughs> Lesbians? Okay, editor. What do you want now? Whenever someone says lesbians, I want you to take the clip of Jeff saying lesbians with a question mark <laughs> and then censor it. Okay. <laughs> and every podcast from now into forever. <laughs> Just in this episode, but if you want to go to that length, go for it. Great. It will really confuse new people. <laughs> forever will my voice be connected to lesbians? Congratulations. All right. I hope Play you're happy. Him. You play him? I don't. I don't even oh, okay. play him. I'm an outcast guy and I leave lesbians I'm alone. St- I'm still waiting for like to, uh, for us to get an alt of him so that people can like play lesbians without playing <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> this is Happy Fluffy Sunshine character. Oh, I want to play Happy Fluffy Sunshine character. Yay. No guilt. Yeah, that will go absolutely well with the Malifo user base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy Fluffy. <laughs> I I personally do not want to be friends with anyone that was offended by the unicorn. Yeah, by the unicorn box. Were there people who were? Of course, they were. Never mind. I, I, know, the <laughs> I know the answer. To, I know the answer to that question. I know the answer to that question. It was rhetorical. Like <laughs> Ugh, ponies in ponies? my super serious miniatures game. In my grimdark. <laughs> a silly box and the silly faction how dare how dare <laughs> yeah like it's almost as bad as asking people to have silly faction go ahead isn't it gremlin time we oh can, gremlin time gremlins, sure. yeah 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 gremmers gremlins are a real faction ulix turner ulix yeah he just wants to, he just wants to have his pigs yeah just wants Brewmaster. to be left even with the burning man's influence brewmaster um, Goldie. Brewmaster just wants everyone to have a good time. Brewmaster like, wants to poison everybody. The, the he wants sh- you to die of alcohol poisoning. If you're a he, bad guy. He doesn't want you to die. He just wants to give you alcohol. Until you die, yeah. If you die, that's your fault. You're not strong enough to handle it. You can't party with the big boys. That's not my fault. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, uh, the Malifaux burns where Yolix just goes on a joyride with Honey was... Yeah. Delightful. Yeah, and that's the Burning Man's influence on Ulix. <laughs> Can't keep a good pig farmer down. <laughs> I, I feel like that's really compelling evidence that you're like, no, this is the most wholesome guy because everyone else under the influence is like straight to madness. Do not pass go. Start murdering everybody. Murdering and doing weird science and all of a sudden edge. Yeah, and then making even worse news than you used to. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought the Burning Man was influencing Honey, not Ulix. I guess that's that's true. Well, Honey still listens to Ulix, so therefore, 
Yeah, they got the most wholesome. Honey's the most wholesome, not Ulix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. I give it to you. <laughs> so, Honey, then Brewmaster. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Ten Thunders. Lynn. Asami. Lynn. Ooh, that's hard for me between Asami and Lynn. I mean, they can be a top two. We've been doing yeah. top twos. It's so. true. It's true. But who who is number one? Lynn, Lynn. she's never eaten anybody. That's I was going to say, although Asami kind of, at least to me, I see it as Asami kind of uses the Oni as surrogate children, and that can't be healthy or wholesome. Uh, Asami is sort of in a similar character, a similar category for me, like emotionally as the dreamer, where it's like, mm-hmm. this is sort of a thing that has been done to you yeah. and preyed on your own trauma and all that. And like, you are coping very poorly. But to be yeah. fair, <laughs> no one else has tried to help you work through it either. Yeah. We don't eat people. Except Yan Lo, and Stop. that's not great. I yeah. realize you've gone through a lot. You've had b- some bad problems that you're trying to work it- things through, but please stop shoving people down your head hole. That's not <laughs> helping anyone. It's not going to help. We can only we can only hire so many therapists. Stop eating them. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I'm okay with being outvoted and Sami being too. That's fine. Good. She's number one to me, though. Is that, was that all the factions? No, nope. explorers. Explorers. Explorers, yeah. right. Grandma. I thought we had already agreed Bass, though. Yeah, Maxine. Yeah. Bass or Yeds, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pre-burns yeah. Maxine, at least. Oh, yeah, and pre-burns, pre-burns Maxine. Maxine, yeah. To be, fair, to be fair, pre-burns Maxine was reading the crazy book, though. So consider, to be fair, she thought she was built different. <laughs> It oh, was okay. censored. <laughs> okay, the heavily she did think censored. She, she did think she was built different, though. Like, that's the whole thing, where she's just like, this drives everyone else crazy, ripped to the others. <laughs> Surely my logical, mass-centered brain no. won't be affected yeah. by my this highly, highly superior, super Michigan brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was one of the things that makes me particularly enjoy her as a character, that, like, the <laughs> thing that fucked up literally yeah, everyone except that. maybe Sam Thrace, was, is she was just like, mm, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Just the hubris. Uh, yeah. Ah, but it's not even, hubris. like, an arrogant hubris. It's just, like, the confident. <laughs> yeah. Sheer. I mean, she is a rich white woman. I was gonna say the sheer girl <laughs> boss confidence of that. <laughs> Yeah, but, but her husband, who loves her, brought up concerns with that, and she didn't, like, take it seriously, which I find not great, but, you know. Can we all agree that, of all the uh, Explorer Society, Orville is the most wholesome? Oh, sure. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely, yeah, sure. completely. He's not a master, but come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By next book, he will be, jeez. <laughs> I know. We've got some doggos, though. Mmm. It's true, but not all of them are good boys. I mean, all yeah. dogs are good boys, but some of them are kind of mean. Yeah, but I think that's that's Cooper's fault more than the dogs. Oh, sure, that's yeah, fair. but Everything's oh, I was just Cooper's thinking fault. of all the dogs that are in Malifaux. Period. Oh, okay. Or <laughs> I was like, I don't know if corrupted hounds are good boys. <laughs> not guild hounds either, no. <laughs> yeah, the guild hounds are cops, and the corrupted hounds are corrupted hounds. So not all and the Rougarou are dead. Canine yeah. remains. I believe. Okay, uh, also okay, dead. Yeah, true. Um, I believe. And um, McMorning's Chihuahua. 
Also dead. Dead. Uh, <laughs> Nix isn't dead. Pretty sure Nix is dead, buddy. No, no, he's not dead. Nix is yeah. he's not living, but he's not dead. <laughs> he's had his insides eaten out by rats, my guy. Like, but oh, nothing, just not like the Void dead. Wretches. <laughs> also, <laughs> the Void Wretches, also my favorite dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Then at that point in time, how many Silurids are we going to call dogs? <laughs> I mean, at least Sally. Just imagine thirty-three, like standing in the guild office, like eating a sandwich and standing next to a void wretch, and someone is like, "Ma'am, what is that?" And she's like, "Oh, it's my guild hound. This is my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dog. It's my emotional support Ma'am. rat." <laughs> I thought you were going to go, "Ma'am, what is that?" Oh, it's a Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got there? A smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just looking around. <laughs> you see something weird? What? <laughs> I don't see anything. This is this There's a three-legged tripod eating the curtains. Where? That seems like a hallucination. Maybe you need to go to the doctor. I would not uh, mention that to other people if you don't want to end up in the asylum. So <laughs> Okay, so that is all the factions. Um, so obviously now we know what Wholesome is. We've kind of defined that based on uh, the characters. So then why is it important to have wholesomeness in Malifaux? Because if everything's terrible, there's nothing to look to. Yeah, you gotta have, uh, you gotta have some lightheartedness to sp- intersperse out with all the horror and stuff. Or otherwise, mm-hmm. it would just be overwhelming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A truly hopeless situation or a universe or setting or whatever doesn't really work. You need there to be stuff to restore people's humanity because if you don't actually have give hope to people in the setting, the things would just not work. Like people just would not do Mal- Malva wouldn't be a thing. Folks wouldn't be able to survive there because you just kind of go slightly crazy if you truly are in a hopeless situation so all those little bits of restoration of like okay the uh, not everything is the worst it possibly could be is critical for us to at least for me to still believe that the setting is something viable i guess like i can suspend my disbelief for for it cat to to quote sandman what good is hell if you can't dream of heaven exactly Mm -hmm. Well, and, and related to that, I mean, the tagline for Malifaux is bad things happen, and the only way ba- that bad things are classified by as bad is if there's good to compare it to. Uh, another reason listed in the show notes is because otherwise Kim will cry, and we, uh, we don't want that. I will. No, we don't I, want I, that. I will absolutely cry, um, <laughs> especially if anything happens to my sweet boy Hoffman. Uh, Our sweet boy Hoffman, comrade. That's fair. He's our boyfriend. Um, <laughs> well, also, I mean, I think part of the character design of Malifaux also kind of boils, bakes in, I should say, some of that uh, good things happen because, like, take Hoffman, for example, or uh, someone who's not as wholesome, Harold Paul. Um, both of those are characters who have a pretty uh, substantial, at least for that day, considered disability. 
Um, and the fact that they are both uh, successful in their existence no, uh, of the world of Malfo, no matter how hard it is, is a good thing. Because that's not a thing that realistically a man with polio would not have had as much success back then. Mm-hmm. Yes? Sorry. I don't know if it's specifically stated, but I just wanted to point out that the likelihood of Toll's disability being his own damn fault is pretty <laughs> all, pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, but artillery still. you don't you don't always get to pick artillery assignment. Mm-hmm. Um and what are you talking that- about artillery? You just jammed a Q tip too hard in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, fun fact: uh, I my my ROTC instructor in high school was a former artilleryman, so he had shot hearing, which is why I'm like, oh, well, I mean, you don't always because I asked him why'd you pick artillery. He's like, I didn't pick it. Was he too good at math? <laughs> Probably. He was real good at math. Maxine would be great at artillery. Oh no. <laughs> The team up we don't need. <laughs> the team up we don't want. <laughs> now I'm just imagining the two of them figuring out what they can fire out of a cannon from what distance. Oh God! <laughs> so that's why we need wholesome. So now even more discussion. Uh, everyone that doesn't have a pet gets one. Master wise, every master that doesn't have a pet gets a pet. Um. Doug was nice enough to make us a list. So, starting off, Lady Justice. Oh, she's a dog person. You know it in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is that makes dog, sense. Is the dog also blind? Maybe. No. No, it's we're not. Seeing, it's a seeing eye dog. dog. There's also seeing eye dog is right there. I wasn't yeah. really going for that, but it is right there. It is right there, yeah. <laughs> and she absolutely gets to say, this is my service animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then get him, princess, or whatever. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, no, that dog sounds good. She seems the dog, like a dog is person. named Blind. <laughs> Perdita. I want to say she has a donkey or a goat. Oh my god, a goat. Oh, goat, yeah. yeah. Perdita seems like a goat It's gotta person. be something stubborn, you know, something like, it's got an attitude just like the rest of the <laughs> Ortega. Yeah, Chupa oh, Ortega. Oh god, it's goat. got a gun. Most communication with a goat is just swearing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not just her goat though. It's like the family's goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Ortega goat. Yeah, but yeah, it is absolute... Ortega. It is Ortega. <laughs> it is absolutely a pet goat, though. It's not like a livestock animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, da, da, da. Sonia. Uh, Sonia has a one-eyed cat she found in the street that hates her and she hates it she keeps leaving food out anyway (laughs) uh which she has named lady justice because it's orange and can't see (laughs) ow i had that i had that one ready to go (laughs) i also like the idea that like it also it doesn't like her but it leaves her food too (laughs) she keeps stepping in a dead bird on her way to like on the way to work I think the only pet that would survive Sonya's lifestyle is Calcifer, but she doesn't deserve Calcifer. No, she doesn't. Nah. I, that's a Calcifer's lot better. That's too cool. I was going to say Hopkins, but... Hopkins <laughs> already is the pet. I had that thought driving into work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not... I don't want for the jar. 
Sometimes you gotta have a big strong guy to like carry your bags and be like, yeah, boss. I, uh, this is the wholesome episode. I'm not touching that. Well, I, you can have Good. me back on to touch that subject. <laughs> <laughs> touch it real good. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode, the not touching episode. <laughs> it just, just we come back and just... touch on all the jokes that could. Can you just like put a bunch of those coin sounds in there for this whole segment? Thanks. <laughs> just immediately after Hopkins got suggested as Sonia's pet, just an avalanche of coin sounds. Uh, next, yeah, up- if you could put in the avalanche of coin sounds, but tune the balance so that like the rest of the conversation is still happening behind it, but it's very <laughs> difficult to hear, and then it tunes back in once we're done. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's a nice way to censor it. Stop giving me more work. I'm going to keep giving you homework through the whole thing, and it'll be Uh, up to you whether or not it's funny to actually do the things I'm saying or to just leave me in telling you what to do and then not doing it. (laughs) Or just do a quick edit at one point where Doug just says, no. (laughs) No! Uh, Next on the list is Dashiell. Parrot. I was going to say monkey. Dashiell owns a parrot because he can teach us swear words. And he thinks it's the funniest fucking thing ever. Okay, yeah, but okay. a very angry parrot. Yeah, one that bites him most of the time. <laughs> Again, a, a guild master and their pet having mutual animosity. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're guild. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, bass? I said not fair, he has a ride cart, which is basically like a workhorse. Not a pet, Jar. but... Jar. 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 <laughs> Jar, no! No, Jonathan Rykart is not a carnal creature. Just a workhorse. You know, for plowing. <laughs> Jar! <laughs> Just, you know, his pet. Jar. <laughs> Like I could see him have ha- having a like a horse, mm-hmm. yeah, like legit have a horse, a white horse named Silver. <laughs> I mean, the reason why I made the Reichardt joke is because like I don't see Bass having a pet that isn't somehow functional for horse. Survivor on yes. the frontier. So, like Doug said, like a horse yeah. would make sense. But. The horse reminded me. Uh, Sonya canonically has a horse who she really likes named Ember. A fucking course she named it Ember. Mm-hmm. Of course she did. <laughs> She's not creative, she just steals other people's creativity. <laughs> a terribly yeah, uncreative for a very smart person. <laughs> you don't have to be creative to be smart. It's true. I th- Okay, I think Bass... I do agree Bass would have a very tight time not having a pet that has some sort of functionality. and that, That's fine, there are pets. There are... You can have, like, a work animal and not consider it a pet. I think he has at least a horse that he would consider a pet. However, Bernadette has... will not stop adopting things. <laughs> things. I like that things. you didn't specify a specific kind of animal that she's consistently like, I found this hurt squirrel. She's got at least, like, <laughs> three tarantulas. She just yoinked a raptor off of one of the ostrichers <laughs> and just bring it this over. Is mine. Dad, Dad, can we keep it? And it is mad. <laughs> or a snake, just a hissing rattle snake, and they're just like, why? She comes home with a razor spine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
accidentally stabbed me twice. I named him Bo, and everyone's like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, oh, this one's this one's rough. Lucius. He has a peacock. They're mean. They're stupid. <laughs> they will attack their reflection, and he just watches it and is like, "Ha ha, that's mine. That's mine." I was thinking Dracula parrot. Ooh, I was specifically thinking princess from the Nightmare Hamlet box. Fat cat on the cushions. Yeah. The biggest, fattest, most spoiled cat in creation. Yes. A cat who is also an asshole, but is not an asshole to Lucius. It is an asshole to the five people he has hired to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> See, now in my head, because Lucius is extra and because he's part of me, two faction, I feel like he has both a peacock and a cat. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. The cat's too lazy and too spoiled to ever chase the peacock. Plus, it knows the peacock's ornery. Um, (laughs) And those poor people who have to take care of both those animals. Pickaxe on the chandelier again. (laughs) (laughs) And also, peacocks make the worst noises. They do. Their their cries are... Screams. It's a scream. (laughs) They're screams. (laughs) Editor's note. Peacock. That is all. Uh, Nelly. Uh, Fish. Fish? Just like. Because it's. away from her! It's (laughs) regimented. Oh, it's regimented. She goes home every day at this point in time and she feeds the fish and they don't die and just. It's a pattern of things that she does and never changes. Allison has to keep replacing it! I'm so here for Nelly's autism fish. <laughs> like, it, this went from, like, sad fishball on her desk to, like, th- it's a saltwater tank mm-hmm. she's obsessed with. And if you ask her any questions about it, she'll, God help you. She'll you info dump. Yeah, you, you're trapped in the info dump. Like, <laughs> she's got a separate tank that has axolotls. Yeah. <laughs> But my question is, how does that change once she becomes the voice of disorder? It's really rough for them, the fish. <laughs> Fiona starts taking <laughs> care of them. That's what I follow, too. Yeah, or Fiona starts taking care yeah, of that would, them. That Fiona has sense. no idea. She's not very good at it, but she is doing her best. She's, She's trying. trying. Yeah. Um, after Nelly, we have Hoffman. Iggy Pup. <laughs> I realize Iggy Pup is, fr- is another character's, but like a thousand percent a dog that needs a wheelchair. <sighs> oh, yeah. I was gonna say either in the an, a, a dog that needs like a wheelchair or some mechanical thing he made. But it's just Robo-dog. like I like all these parts of animals. Oh no! Okay, so his job is he's like constantly make making sure people aren't doing ad- illegal amalgamations. But what if he comes across like? Something that is using like the brain of an animal, and he just could not bring himself to put it down, so he secretly adopted it. Oh, his replacement jaw, uh, uh, Ryle. (laughs) (laughs) Is it named Ryle? (laughs) I mean, also, isn't the the little mechanical attendant sort of pet adjacent? It's got a gun. (laughs) So. This is the Malifo. necrotic Everybody machine is very clearly <laughs> Molly's pet, too, and it's got a b- way worse than that. No, I feel Just like anything that can wield needles. a gun is no longer a pet. 
Um, no, Molly put a bow on hers. That's what makes yeah, it a pun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's such a crime the model does not come with a bow on it. Right? All I can think of is for Hoffman is one of those, like, wind-up bird thingies. The oh, ones that yeah. hop around? Like a mechanical songbird? Yeah, I know the one, I know what you're talking about where you wind it up and it like flaps its wings and yeah. stuff. But now that but you said that made me think that Colette made him a dove. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Arcanist. Have a dove. Have a dove. <laughs> She's like, you're you are not a shithead. Here you go. <laughs> God, a man who respects me here. <laughs> Thank you for not expecting me to hold a conversation. And thank you for the bird. <laughs> um, so we already said Molly has the necrotic machine, but given that it's covered in needles, and apparently anything that has a weapon doesn't count as a pet. Uh, Gun! Then, then her pet is Ponto. Why is she on this list? Because I didn't know if people would consider the necrotic machine to be The necrotic a pet machine or not. is a pet. Also, we just means we get to give Molly another pet. Isn't Philip her pet? Philip is not. Stop suggesting people. (laughs) Stop suggesting people (laughs) as pets. Not everyone in Malifaux can be into pet play. Stop it. Jar. Jar. That's a quarter. (laughs) What are you talking about? That's 50 bucks, (laughs) Jeff. What about Archie? I argue that Archie is not a person, but Archie is pet like. Because, well, it's because McMorning messed him up, and he's he's very he's very not able to take care of himself. So she has to take care of him. Yeah, I feel like we. I'd say it's like having a very violent, large, multi-limbed parrot. Because <laughs> parrots are on about the same mental age, I think. As that's my argument. I also may have written a story where she came home. To her her flat and had to sew Archie's arms back on because he threw a fit. So I may ha- I may have him in my head as a little more animalistic. Archie, you disarmed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like Something a toddler than a pet. Um, Your toddler disarms themselves. <laughs> she throws fits so bad that sometimes I'm worried. Um, oh, okay. oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's like an entire pack of canine remains that she's found over the years. The leftovers. Alternatively, ferret. 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 See, okay. I was holding out ferret for someone else, but I mean, I can see ferret. We did cat twice and we did dog kind of twice. So uh, like, yeah, I know. I mean, there's only so many animals. I mean, there's lots of animals, but only so many that are reasonable pets. Yeah. <laughs> are we being reasonable? Yeah, we could stop being reasonable. With this, could just be wholesome. No. Another- not reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> this is Molly's pet bear. <laughs> no, see, I don't, I don't know that Molly is in a place where she would run into bears that often. I mean, Slate Ridge Mauler, they- unless she rescued a Slate Ridge Mauler. Did they kill the one that got rescued? Uh, she, she uh, would though. Cooper. I think it- they canonically got that one. Yeah. Oh darn. Okay. Because I think that guy would have been still rowing the uh, quarantine zone. Karina reanimated a taxidermied bear and Molly adopted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Done. That's, Got it. Sounds good. Yep. Perfect. Uh, Kirai. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I feel like Kirai has, like, like she cultivates, like, a hummingbird feeder. Ah. 
Yeah, I was going to say something like, to the gardener before. Yeah, of like, so she I, says she's not a pet person and yet keeps like a hummingbird feeder or a squirrel feeder or um, mm-hmm. so make sure and that the garden is, is planted with pollinators so that there'll be lots of like pollinating flowers so that there'll be lots of bees. I could also see Kirai keeping bees. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that actually. This is probably like the, the, the try hard answer, but crows. Because they are capable of revenge. They have the mental faculties to do that. Oh, and they'll be aren't? your friend, too. Yeah, yeah, crows are befriendable. Yeah. Bees but, are very revengeful, let me tell you. It, it, bees or wasps? Lo- long bees. <laughs> to the lame. Wasps, hornets, bees, they're all the same thing to me. They hurt. Yeah, okay. but if Kara's keeping bees, she's killing hornets. Um, at least some of them. Do you think vengeance works on hornets? Like, if one of them stings her? <laughs> Maybe. If it works on hornets, it works on mosquitoes, and that's just great. She just, like, steps on a hornet in the yard, and it's like, ah, and then you just, like, see all the ghosts <laughs> just, like, coming out of nowhere. And she's like, no, 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 false alarm, false alarm, just a bug, get, go. <laughs> Got a call off Ikirio, just like I was just just a I just stepped on a hornet. It's fine. It does really fucking hurt, but it's this fine. Happens like five times a day. Like she <laughs> stubs her toe. <laughs> the ghosts come out. They're just really eager. Who's next? Uh Seamus is next. Ferret. I think I think he would be thoroughly entertained by a cat snake. I don't know. I don't think he deserves a cat snake. I feel like he's um, just adopted some absolutely feral, violent cat. I think he inherited Nicodem's vulture Ooh, like when that. Nicodem died. Hmm. He stole it. He stole it. He stole it, yes. He, he claims that he inherited it. Sure, so. but... Uh, <laughs> He didn't check to see if Nicodem was dead before he was like, you're mine. <laughs> Threatened a bird at gunpoint. You're coming with me. <laughs> Get in the hat. Now it's wearing a hat. Now Seamus is just being ratatouille around by a vulture now. <laughs> oh my god. That, that, no, no. that explains title, Seamus, suddenly. <laughs> The idea that it was never Seamus, it was just a rat that was controlling him the entire time. It's new Seamus title, Rakakuni. <sighs> Ugh. Uh, so, Yan Lo is next. Uh, he doesn't deserve shit. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah. I don't know, I feel like maybe he keeps cobras or something, I don't know. Oh, a snake, yeah, sure, I could see that. Yeah, just something horrifi- horrifyingly deadly that's not going to kill him because he's a ghost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a tortoise. Oh, yeah. He's had it so long. <laughs> Since Genbu. he was a boy. <laughs> I mean, Genbu exists, so. That's his tortoise. <laughs> uh, no, Genbu is the, the, the Genbu the tortoise is, is, is a thing, but he also has a tortoise named Genbu. <laughs> that is actually older than Gendo, the tortoise. <laughs> but no, I, I really like Kimberly's idea of like it's one of the few animals that could st- they could have had when he was like actually alive and it's still alive yeah. now. Yep. <laughs> that are like a lobster. <laughs> tortoise makes more sense. 
<laughs> yeah, this is my pet lobster. What? <laughs> oh, that way the tortoise has the same movement speed as Yanlo too. <laughs> uh, jackdaw. It's a jackdaw. Yeah, it's a jackdaw. Yeah, it, that's crows. <laughs> Just crows. Hundreds and hundreds of crows. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, Jack Dodge just has a murderer crows all the time. All right. Von Stuck. He's got the Perhaps. hamsters, but the ham but he's got like the entire university has those access tubes for the hamsters to run through. So it's just this like seven floor hamster tunnel. <laughs> Frankly, I love that. That's fantastic. That, I was yeah, good. I beautiful. was with Vic with like rats, but no, that was better. <laughs> I'm going to come from a completely different angle, which is like, you know, for a long time in biology class, you like dissected like dead cat or, or whatever. And I think that Von Stuck has part of his class has his students make their own pet. And he has one that's his own that is a piglet. Because pig carcasses is something also that people dissected. Oh, I like that too. It's not. I don't know that that lands on wholesome, but I do like that headcanon. It's his brand of wholesome. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a DIY your own pet kid. Yeah. All right. That is. <laughs> you know, Von Stuck is pretty close to Rezzer's wholesome too. With his like, his thing is that he's sort of deluded into like being in love with the st- the class and the the students, but and he's not quite doing the murder out of a desire to murder, but, like, it's pretty low on the list. Molly is the winner there. <laughs> uh, someone put Reva on this list when clearly she has a horse. Um, she does have a horse. Or a pony, or a... <laughs> <laughs> Reva, too, doesn't have a horse. Do we know the horse is still there? She just parked it. <laughs> Where? She's living in the sewers right now. You think Isn't a horse can't horse? fit in the mouth of sewers? Isn't that the horse Not for riding? long. So I would argue that since it's Vincent St. Clair's horse, it's Reva's pet. Because, like, for Vincent, that's just my horse. But she's like, I'm a name, you, Buttercup, or whatever. Um, <laughs> you, were, that, you were part of my rescue party. I love you. Yeah, and I, don't, I, I think she couldn't really argue too much when she had to leave it behind and let it... Because it's not really her horse, but she misses it. That's what I think, Kelly. Is it because we're talking about pets? It's her pet, <laughs> and she found out it likes sugar cubes, and it gave she gave it too many sugar cubes, and now it's obese, and thus she has to hoof it in her second iteration. Horse diabetes. Like, you can't keep doing this to my horse. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting off your horse privileges. Sigh. <laughs> uh, just laughing. Ah. Um, Castor, uh, Marathine is his pet. Uh, leeches. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> by, by you leeches are a thing. They are like six feet long. Gross. I, I would say cave leeches, yeah. Something like that. He made some pet in the... Maybe he the maybe he keeps beetles. <gasps> that could be cool. That could be so cool. Scarab beetles? Would it be wrong of me to say white eyes? Yes. <sighs> okay. Yeah, this is my pet, the Neverborn Boogeyman. 
Apparently, White Eyes is way less scary to my coworker since I pointed out he has a skullet. He has a what? Skullet. A skullet. A skullet. He's bald on the top with long hair. Oh. <laughs> oh. Skullet. A portmanteau of skull and mullet. A hairstyle which is akin to a mullet, however, the person is bald on the top of their head. Or chooses to shave their head. Why would people choose to. Anyways. It's a hairstyle, apparently. Yeah. I know some very strange people, that's why. People sure do make choices. They do. People be making all kinds of decisions every day. Beatles is the answer I'd like the most. I will agree with Beatles. Still say leeches. Yeah, you can say that, but it's gross. Didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> Neither are wholesome, so you know, whatever. We are moving on to Arcanists now with Sandeep. What's a cerebral pet? <laughs> <laughs> not having a pet yeah, not having one I guess uh, or being one of those people whose whose animal keeping is more of a hobby than it is like for plants. companionship no, I think he has like are plants what was that Kimberly I was gonna say he has like an owl or he's into falconry or something like like that something that gives the idea of an academic just a whole bunch of pigeons yeah, roof for pigeons. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pigeons. yeah, pigeons are domesticated. Like, they are basically a pet animal. So, yeah. yeah. He's Mike yeah. Tyson. <laughs> no. Also, like, they can be trained to carry messages, so... Oh, yeah, I mean, we're pre-World War One. The carrier pigeon exists. Much more reliable of getting messages than the wind gammon, I would venture to guess. <laughs> yeah, they're flighty. Box. No, I, that's not fair. <laughs> that's just not fair. Everything attributes flightiness to wind elementals. Uh, Tony is next. Adopted a boxer named Daisy, and it is just the softest dog you've ever met. I was Aww. also rolling up here to... To be like a boxer or a pit bull. Yeah, pit bull. I, 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 I was going to say a boxer name. I think, I think I was thinking pit bull. Apologies. My brother has boxers, though. So I keep getting those two They're, they're both like, they're like both sort of good yeah. dogs that are get a, kind of a bad head. rap for being violent and aren't. And they got, they got cute little square faces. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That one we got through without anyone getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the second fire girl, Karis. Her Tony's girlfriend. Yeah, Tony's girlfriend. We're to Tony's girlfriend. We're on to Tony's girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she'd have like some Malifaux version of a phoenix. I feel like she'd have a Malifaux version of a phoenix. Like if there's a firebird in Malifaux, she has one. She'd have one. Okay. Not as a weapon, as a pet. What if she just teaches a bird to carry a lighter? <laughs> what type of bird do you see carrying a zippo dog it's malifaux there could be something or just like a lit torch um yeah i could see a fire bird if they exist in the universe um otherwise i'd say like a snake bearded dragon yeah tad cooper <laughs> tad cooper yes so is that the agreement for Karis? Bearded Dragon, yeah. Bearded Dragon. 
Is it named Tad Cooper? It though? is named Tad Cooper. Uh, sure. Is there a different name for a bearded dragon? Um, let's see. Why are you trying to look up a picture of one? Or... Here, I'll post it. Magona. The... There, I've posted a picture of a bearded dragon. A link to a picture of a bearded dragon in the everyone chat. <laughs> she owns that guy specifically because he's orange. Specifically, this guy. Oh wow, yes. he's very orange. Yeah, yeah. Look at that, Tad Cooper. <laughs> And Lord dragons are really cute. They are. Um, so, next up is Mayfeng. Hmm. Does the Emberling not count? I was just gonna be like, I, isn't it the Emberling? Is the Emberling a, a little enough of a guy to count as a pet? I feel like the Emberling's such a little guy. I know, we didn't yeah. really count any of the gammon for Sandeep. I was like, oh yeah, we didn't count any of the gammon for anyone. Yeah, the Fire gammon and their little toe beans. I feel like the gammon are don't, don't like. I believe it's more or less mentioned that they tend to not last very long. Mm-hmm. Like they just like dissipate, so hard to keep them as pets. Oh jeez, Mayfang. Um, I feel like it'd be something that does not remind her at all of work. I would almost want to say fish as well. I don't know. I was thinking like a little guy that could ride around on her shoulder. Just a little guy. Maybe Mayfung's the rat person. I rat rat. Okay, rat. Yeah, rats yeah. are like rats are apparently very loving, very sweet mm-hmm. pets. Like a little. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't. They don't, unfortunately don't live very long. Yeah, but little albino baby. Yeah, chinchilla. Ooh. Oh. I was actually going to suggest a chinchilla, especially since being in like a. a mm-hmm. Even though she wouldn't want to be reminded of work, she'd want something that would like. Be kind of yeah. she could move with easily, and chinchillas specifically uh, thrive in desert environments and take dust baths yeah. as their main form of cleaning. So yeah, watch it like puff around in the dust and be like, oh, look at it, look at him go. Yeah, I like chinchilla. I think that's a good one. Ugh, Damien. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> you said it with his name with such contempt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not... Ooh, Kim dropped. Uh-oh. We had just moved on to Damien. Excuse me. What animals Damien. can play chess? Monkeys? Feel... Monkeys? Orangutans? I think... Okay, okay. We're, we're giving Mayfang the chinchilla. I think Damien could totally be a rat guy. I was gonna say maybe jumping spiders. Oh yeah, like a... There's, there's definitely a guy with a, like... Like a spider or a centipede or something like that. Yeah. He's a bug guy. He he seems like a, a bug, bug guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, um, but like a bug guy that with bugs that are unsettling to other people. Yeah. Not, he doesn't have like a nice terrarium full of ice pots. Like <laughs> he's the tarantula guy. Yeah. Yeah. He he's got the four foot tyrant he's got the, the, the hand span tyrantula just walking around the place. I don't think anyone has rats as pets because of Hamlin, honestly. <laughs> Hamlin came through and stole all the rats. <laughs> no, there's no one wants them now. <laughs> uh, fair. Um, moving on to Rasputina. I mean, and the, the Wendigo? Also, she canonically has a poor cat pet named Misha. Moving on. Oh, okay. Yep. That's what I was going to Really? Yep. Raspy has I a pet. I didn't know that. Yep. Already. Okay. Hmm. okay. Uh, Colette. Is that why Tall's not on here? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Tall has... Uh, okay. Sergeant Walter. Tall has Sergeant Walter. Uh, Colette, Colette is way too busy to have a real pet. I feel like <laughs> the doves the, fall into the that doves. category. Yeah. yeah, I I think she keeps real doves. Yeah, 
Sure. Yeah, I think she actually uses real doves for the stage performance, but she would never put them in danger, which is why she uses the mechanical ones for smuggling stuff. That's fair. She also seems like a, a, another good candidate for the person who keeps pigeons as, like, an I actual mean, thing. Really, doves are just fancy pigeons. They really are. It's true. Yeah, I she's mean... A, she's got Sandeep as a pen pal. Aw. Because aren't pigeons also called rock doves? I think they're also called rock doves. Sandeep is a pen pal, and they just keep sending correspondence about how much Ramos sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hating Ramos fan club. Uh, like even after he got arrested, that's mostly what their correspondence is. Man, fuck that guy. I'm glad he's in jail. <laughs> Tony did nothing wrong. <laughs> and we are moving on now to the Neverborn, starting off with Titania. Hard mode. Hard Ooh. mode. <laughs> this is the carnivorous plant keeper. Come on. Of course, yes. Wonder yeah. Sarah, Sarah Tooth Creeper, or it's all Tooth Creeper, or um, there's another Creeper. I know of three, at least three carnivorous plants. And well, Vagabond Shrub, Vagabond Shrub. She has just got a garden with all of them. Yeah, Venus Flytrap, Kudzu, some freaking plants. Kudzu. Not definitely. Kudzu, because Kudzu would take over everything. Mm -hmm. Not even Titania could stop that. <laughs> why, that's, that's why you need Perdita's gout. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they become good friends from that. Nekima? Doesn't it pig? Is that the blood hunter? I guess that's oh, yeah, the, the blood, blood hunter. hunter. I would find it absolutely adorable that she takes care of that thing in secret. <laughs> She's like slipping it extra limbs after dinner. Like. <laughs> Under the table. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you, don't tell anyone here's an extra finger. <laughs> bad, bad, bad pig. That, that's what I was... She gets mad when Tuco tries to feed it because she secretly... She's like, no one can give it extra food. But secretly it's because she doesn't want anyone else to feed it and it like it them better. Aw. You're the only one that doesn't hate me. Euripides. A moose. A moose. You forget he's a giant, so a moose would be like okay pet size. Like, yeah, like, like a, a big dog. Yeah, yeah like a great date on him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a moose. A, a moose will fuck you up, too, so like, I'm yeah. sure he's into that as well. That, yeah, that seems... Yeah, and it, it's mostly like blunt force trauma damage, so the guts are still there, so he can use them mm -hmm. for the rituals. Right. Mm. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, Pandora. Porcupine. Yeah, okay. I was like, what's the meanest animal? <laughs> what was that? A goose. A goose. Oh my god. Goose. <laughs> She's just got an angry goose as her pet. Yeah. She lets Candy rile it up first before she lets it out. <laughs> she makes it everyone else's problem. It's never her problem, just everyone else's. All right. Goose Pandora, that was... Why are we going so fast on this? It's uh, a long list, and we're, we're going until, what, like, 10.30, right? So uh, Yeah, sometime. Yeah, we got, Some. like, 20 minutes left, so... Keeping a pace. Zoraida. 
It's the, well, I was gonna, like, it's the Kurgan, but Shrike. that's also, like, her kid. <laughs> I think she also is a garden person. Yeah. I think she yeah. Is. Like, my head canon oh. has her as, like, in a wholesome little re- lesbian relationship with Yedza. <laughs> and, like, they take turns gardening and yarn crafting. She's hut. got, like, a like a night garden. Yeah. Her house is her pet. Her house pet. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Box! <laughs> the cottage core lesbians where the cottage is the pet. Is this about the hungry hut again? No. Please no. <laughs> Alright, so uh we went through Neverborn really super fast. We're on to outcasts. Yay! On shell. Like he's got a big like I feel like he has a raccoon. I, I was gonna like say armadillo. Oh, armadillo! I- I was going to say, like, a, one of those big, like, mop dogs. Oh. <laughs> oh. What's the I'm, most German pet? <laughs> a German shepherd. A German shepherd. Yeah, a Doberman? He, I, I went... Uh, ooh, Doberman. Okay, yeah. So, so, like, the whole thing about Von Schill is, like, on the surface, he's this hardened mercenary warlord-type person, but, all, but he cares about his people, and he does not see himself as that hardened mercenary warlord. He just happens to always give mm-hmm. off that projection. So I think a Doberman yeah, would be his pet. He named it Schnitzel, and we've never <laughs> seen it because he would never ever put that dog in any sort of danger. <laughs> see, it's from a similar vein that I got the idea of a raccoon from. Which raccoons is like, are evil, though. Raccoons I- are evil? I knew someone who had a pet raccoon. It was really sweet. It was ungovernable, but it was really sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine it being this spoiled raccoon that gets into things, and he's like, there's Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I... Fun boss. I'm thinking about Hannah being stuck walking the dog all the time. Just, like, (laughs) in the suit at night, because it had to shit in the quarantine zone. (laughs) Just, like... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> uh next one doesn't deserve a pet so skipping uh victoria's sounds good <laughs> uh except you know if i have... say if i say lesbians we get to edit lesbians, lesbians. over top <laughs> <laughs> so we're skipping lesbians <laughs> uh i think the victoria's have uh, a terrible, stinky stray cat that Taylor brought home. <laughs> she found it in a dumpster and was like, it looks like you, and then handed it to Victoria. <laughs> and then both of them said, fuck you, at the same time. <laughs> and they're, I feel like they talk about the cat in the exact same way they talk about Taylor, where if you're not given context, you have no idea which one they're talking <laughs> which about. Which one they're talking about, yeah. <laughs> they named the cat Taylor. They named the cat Taylor. <laughs> Just as an extra fuck you. There's Taylor with a Y. You had the absolute gall to suggest that this cat looks like us. Well, now it's named after you. Congratulations. And you know what? We think it's nicer than you. (laughs) They're definitely like one of catch one Victoria like laying with the cat asleep on her and she's like I hate this fucking thing while while petting it (laughs) (laughs) I don't want it to be here and I don't like this cat she says holding it (laughs) what okay so 
I'm not entirely sure why, but I'm picturing the case of them getting this cat and becoming a part of their lives. And then they realize Taylor's a girl, and suddenly we have many little tiny Taylors <laughs> running around. And now everyone in the mercenary keyword has to take care of a cat. Take of a cat, yeah. <laughs> and they're banned from uh, Freyhold because otherwise they'll just keep giving people cats. Yeah. <laughs> Bonchill's like, nope, last time you came here, we got five cats, and that's five too many cats. Schnitzel's yeah, they... allergic to cats. You're going to have yeah. to go somewhere else. <laughs> Schnitzel, none of your business. You are nothing. <laughs> Oh, God. What? <laughs> Zip. Okay, I am going to say this, and this is not a quarter moment. He already has Earl. <laughs> if you don't think he counts Earl, poor Earl, as a pet, you're wrong. It doesn't matter what Earl says. This is, this is where I put that this is where I feel like the raccoon should go. Because Zip would be tickled pink that there is a animal with the bandit mask on it, and this raccoon is 100% named Parker. Of course. <laughs> I was just gonna be like, did he get the raccoon to give to Parker who was like, no thank you. I could, I could totally see, like, Parker the raccoon being a shared pet between the two of them. <laughs> oh, true. So yeah, Zip calls like it Parker, custody. and Parker calls it probably something else. I don't think he's the kind of person that would name it Zip, but now since Zip is, you know, away from Parker, who's going through a phase. A phase. He is just doting on that raccoon to death. Yeah. Uh, Parker, uh, Zip calls it Parker. Parker calls the raccoon something very uncreative, like bullet or gunpowder. Bandit. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Just just bandit. bandit. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as you said something uncreative, I'm like, it's bandit. Bandit. Yeah. Uh, So we've already decided that Parker has partial custody of the raccoon, so I don't think we need to give him also a pet. Uh, but I was gonna say ferret for him, otherwise. I could see that, yeah. You could see him having a ferret. It lives yeah. in his coat. Does he also get rat tattooed around by the ferret? <laughs> no, it just kind of hangs out in his pocket. He's got no hair. Wouldn't work. Parker doesn't have hair? Oh, I thought you were talking about Zip. Whoops. No, we were talking about Parker. <laughs> I would, uh, if it wasn't for the cu- partial custody of the raccoon, I'd say Parker would be a ferret person. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was like, did you read something I didn't where Parker doesn't have hair? <laughs> Could have burned it all off in his face. Yeah, no, I was wondering if that was like a thing that happened that I completely skipped over. Completely hairless. Parker. Baron. <laughs> Y'all, it's not a face. This is you're just hurting. who I am now. Oh, so you're just the guy who burns down orphanages. Cool. Excellent. And bars. If you give your episode subtitles, completely hairless Parker Barrows would be a good one. <laughs> Okay, uh, Teary. Teary also seems like the sort of person with a hobby pet, like a, like fish or bugs. Or Teary is the person who has the delightful terrarium full of isopods, scorpions. Oh, yeah. or some sort of a desert frog, maybe toad. A, a, a pet that requires uh, some work to keep. Yes. Yeah. See, I think that Teary's pet is the dromedary type creature from the first light. The, the, the giraffe the, camel? Yeah, the giraffe camel. She just let the the other Awa uh, be the one to like help take care of it. But like Terry's like, yeah, but that's mine. <laughs> that is the model I'm most excited about from this wave, actually, by the way. 
The giraffe camel? Yeah. The new, uh, the new first light makes me so happy. I don't know why. Something about it just looks so cool to me. Meow. <laughs> oh. Meow. Pay attention. You said stop, and then that cat straight up just said no. So this is just going to be the pet episode at this point. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Whatever. That's fine. Which means that we guess <gasps> now need... I think we could just, like, record in a week or so and just say this is a split episode. I'm, I'm cool with that. Sure. Sure. And then we'll take... Then you'll immediately be wrong in your introduction. Um, we're gonna go ahead and go on without Jeff. Up to the grammars now? We are up to Bayou. Joy. Uh, it's Bayou. Excuse you. All right, goes right up. Did it come back? Yay! Yay! Jeff is back. <sighs> yeah! <The> fucking hell. <laughs> Makes no sense. I didn't do anything. I, I, just, I just put the microphone down and gave up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, what I was saying. What I was saying about. <laughs> right, what I was saying about Terry was because they're nomads and traveling around, they need something that's easy to travel with. So I was thinking ant colony. <laughs> As in, she just has a little ant farm she carries around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's that's good. That's really good. Uh, we are a hermit crab for that re- same reason. In the desert? I mean, hermit crabs aren't like fully aquatic. That's true. But they're partially. I mean, you don't need that much water for a hermit crab. Okay. Do we, do we know if the Awa even need water to survive? Maybe that's what all their water goes towards. Terry's <laughs> Terry's hermit crab. <laughs> Uh, we are up to Somer. Oh, God. And his pet, basically, his totem, the, the skeeter. It's Peaches. Or Peaches, yeah. Yeah, we can give him it's Peaches. It's Peaches? Okay. Uh, Ma. It's the snakes Thanks. in her sleeves. Yeah, definitely <laughs> the snakes. I don't know why, but I feel like she would be delighted to keep ducks. That would be cute. She can more, have more than one pet. She seems like she'd be a pet hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. She's already got, like, you know, snakes and roosters and... Mac and chop. This is pretty much a farm is what she's running. Oh, my Old Ma Tuck had, had a farm. <laughs> <laughs> E-I-E, oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Wong. Um, oh, gosh. He's got to have something, like, so dumb. For some reason, oh. I want to say frogs. Yeah, poison dart frog. Yeah, poison dart frogs that he like, like. Oh, (laughs) finger. I've got it. You said something dumb. I have the dumbest pet in existence. Zip. I mean, zip. Jesus. (laughs) I'm tired too. Okay. (laughs) Zip is a dumb pet. Wong. Wong is our pet rock guy. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, no argument. None. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> Correct. Use magic to animate it. Just yeah. Witness it. He's like, well, I hear it talking to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> 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 he just partially did it to piss off the three demon back. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it's so that he would. he's talking to the rock, and they're like, it's just a rock. And he's like, no, it isn't. This is my it's, emotional is support my rock. This is my best friend. <laughs> And, and straight up, like, when they get anger, he's like, oh, do you have a problem with this? You can talk to Alphonse about it. He backs me up. 
Yeah, Al- Alphonse is a great listener, and he puts the rock down on top of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I'm I'm really glad we are going through every single match. I, I now feel like my long uh, enchanter needs to have a small gray rock next to it. <laughs> give, him, give him his pet rock. Yeah. Uh, next up is Ophelia. It's the piglet in Ophelia 2 that she's holding. Oh, I'm okay she's one. Is it is it just a slightly deviation from the name of whatever um, Perdita's goat is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously. With a uh, uh, fake horns on it. I was gonna say with fake little goat horns on it, <laughs> maybe a little goat beard. Uh, brewmaster. Look, he has a kombucha mother. That's like <laughs> basically his child. Animals. <laughs> That like to get drunk. Bears. So many. Bohemian waxwing birds. That sounds like a drink. <laughs> Thank you, Buzzfeed, for that. <laughs> what is a bohemian waxwing bird? Tell it's me a bird more. that likes to get drunk, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. uh, a, it's a shot of vermouth, some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Bats like to get drunk off of fermented fruit. Yep, that's true. That is true. That is true. Um, brewmaster and a bat. He's just got a bunch of bats in his brewery. Which he uses the guano for the flaming stuff. That makes complete sense now. Okay, we got it. We've solved the puzzle. Brewery's bad. Ten thunders. We are going to Misaki. Beta fish. But isn't this also Shang? Yeah, Shang. Yeah. But also, I think she'd also keep a beta fish. Yeah. 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 Shang feels like a partner. Yeah, I feel like she'd want to, like, hate the fact that she is fulfilling some sort of stereotype. <laughs> like, koi pond. Shiba Inu. <gasps> In a sprawl one. Just, just all the stereotypes. Uh, Asami is next. I kind of want Asami to have like a hog nose snake. Aww. <laughs> one of those ones that like get all yeah. dramatic when they're startled and when no one's <laughs> He's definitely dead. And not alive at all. Yeah, like, and I think, I think that amuses her. He's like, oh, buddy, yeah, you're totally dead. <laughs> Who is, like, the epitome of I'm trying my best in Malifaux? <sighs> try my best in failing or try my best in succeeding? Failing. Because we have not recommended an opossum for anyone yet, and I feel like that needs to change. Oh, I was going to do that for the next one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to put Lynch? that for the next one, too. <laughs> We're saying Lynch has a possum. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all right. Everything sucks. Because he really (laughs) wishes he could play dead when things get bad. It does, it's true. But the hungry darkness just, he as he found out, takes over and makes him walk. Uh, Shenlong. I I feel like those are the, it's not his totem, but like the dawn serpents feel like a natural thing for him to keep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just if you can just say dragon and just be done, just like you know, give him a dragon. Yeah, yeah. Like, does that count as a pet? Do the dragons also find him insufferable? Everyone the, finds him insufferable. The one that was in him did rip him in half. So <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that is a thing that happened to him. He did get like real fucked up when the dragon panicked. So I feel like- either the- Either the Dawn Serpent or the Shadow Emissary, or both, maybe. Dawn Serpent. Some sort of dragon, yeah. Uh, McCabe has Luna. Why is... Yep. Oh, my bad. Um, 
Anya. Oh, we're on the... Yep. Ah. Flamingo. I think Anya has, like, a falcon or an eagle, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And I think it was a gift from her dad. Oh, yeah, I was I thinking... That was the condor. Some sort of a raptor. I am yeah. rich. I, have, I, I must have an expensive rich person pet. Peacock doesn't... No, pink, flamingo doesn't cut it? I just uh, see her going through flamingos and they keep dying. <laughs> well, she's rares. Give me another flamingo. <laughs> it's just a long string of flamingos. I don't know. Flamingos just don't feel like Anya's. They pool on the top of the condor building. I feel we've made this joke enough and through the breach. I feel like Anya is the person that would have the domesticated saber tooth Cerberus. <laughs> okay. You cannot afford this, and also it's incredibly violent, and I can use it to hurt you. I can see that. Y'all remember that episode, or that, in Archer, where, like, he gets, like, super attached to Cheryl's ocelot? <laughs> I think. I feel like that's what um, Ivan tries to do with Anya's domesticated <laughs> 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 he gets mauled, and he's like, "Oh no! How how could I have known this would happen?" And gives it like, <laughs> really. Maxine is up next. I feel like she's got like a jellyfish tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, I feel like she not even. I feel like she has the biggest fish tank on the Superior. I like, like that we've been handing out fish tanks like autism diagnoses here. Like, I mean, who is, who is finicky in particular? They get a fish tank. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she can go all over the world, and Harada can just steal it <laughs> out of the ocean. <laughs> I want that one. That's some old rich white lady shit. You're mine. <laughs> Ooh, or just like the oldest Basset Hound that she's had since she was middle aged, I guess. That's that's Orville's dog. Or Orville with a Basset Hound. Oh my god, <laughs> I want those Christmas photos. Right, it's Maxine and Orville with the Basset Hound in front of the jellyfish tank. <laughs> After Maxine, we have Ivan. Ivan's got a rat. <laughs> uh, I was trying to remember the name of the. Nocturnes, that's what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Aren't they sort of animals? So the shadows yeah, of animals. Like yeah. Doggy yeah. yeah. Doug just said they're the shadows of animals, so I feel like he's got some nocturnes. Yeah. Can you can you pet them though? Uh, he can. He makes Mordrake do it. <laughs> Mordrake pet that one. Yeah, it's good. Now pet that one. <laughs> Scratch that one on his tummy. He likes it a lot. Is he doing the leg? He's doing the leg thing. Keep going, Mordrick. <laughs> I I just realized why is Tara not on this list? Is it because the void wretches are too obvious? The void wretches, yeah, and the void hunters. They're clearly. And she's adopted that chicken, Karina. Oh, and last on this list is uh, Nexus with a question mark. Because I, I can never, I cannot see that answer going well at all. A nice terrarium full of isopods. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I think uh, that petri disses. Go ahead, sorry, Jeff. Petri disses. <laughs> that face. So bothered. See, I would say 
OG Nexus totally has a very nice terrarium isopod. The Nexus title, the Nexus kids, have mite-infested bunnies. Yes. Perfect. I love it. Sorry, Doug. Not it's sorry, Nexus. Sorry. It's Nexus. Everything is going to be infested with mites. Yeah, that's why, why I put the, yes. why I put the question mark on it. Just, just these those terrible white rabbits with red eyes. Just <laughs> when they're sitting still, they're still moving. Wait, hold on. Why, oh. Out of like the, I don't know billions of mites that are um, Nexus or that is Cad Cadmus. Yeah, Cadmus. Nexus has like three that are their favorites. <laughs> And those are the best. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the stop, and then we'll just yep. find a time to reconvene and talk about other things besides pets. But that was too much fun. That was <laughs> go through every pet. So it kind of took us two and a half months to finally reconvene, but that episode we'll leave for another time. Hope you'd enjoyed this episode of Malifa Port Authority. I don't remember what the send-off was, because it's not my show, I'm just the tech guy. But thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Songs used in this production are Mystery Sax and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.